Welcome to Fear Free Childbirth Podcast with Alexia Leachman, the weekly nine-month podcast to help parents-to-be look forward to their fear-free childbirth. Alexia is a pregnancy and head trash clearance coach and the author of Fear Free Childbirth, How to Have a Stress-Free Pregnancy and a Positive Pain-Free Birth. As a mum who's had two fear-free and pain-free births, Alexia wants to share with you how she overcame her pregnancy and childbirth fears so that you can look forward to having a fear-free birth too. Over the nine-month life of this podcast, Alexia will be sharing some real-life stories from mums and dads, insights into the latest childbirth research, inspiring tales from birth professionals, and some tips and techniques for clearing your fears and stresses. If you would like to receive a free chapter from her book, then head over to fearfreechildbirth.com, where you can also sign up for her email series, How to Have a Stress-Free Pregnancy. But now, it's time for the show. Hello and welcome back to the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. This is me, your host, Alexia Leachman. Thank you so much for joining me today. Now, today's show is for the dads. Now, it's for mums too. So don't worry, mums, if you're listening. It's for you too. This is really for you as a couple. Now, I'm sure that one thing you're aware of during your pregnancy is a lot of the stuff that's out there for helping women, parents prepare for pregnancy is very much directed towards the mum. And dads can feel a little bit left out. Uh, I had a guest on way back in the podcast, Mark Harris, who's a male midwife, and he's just brought a book out called Men, Love and Birth and runs a load of workshops to help guys prepare for birth. And today I've got somebody who's on a very, very similar mission. Today I'm going to be speaking to Rachel Gardner and Rachel has got a business called Doula Daddy. Now, if you've been listening to the show for some time, you'll know what a doula is. A doula is somebody that can help and support you during your pregnancy and during your birth. And her view is that dads can be the doula, that actually dads are amazing at really being supportive and the perfect birth companion. But the problem is that we have this very low expectation of dads or they're never really told what to do or what to expect or how they can support mum during that crucial, really important birthing process. So today I've got Rachel who's really going to help to shed a bit more light on how dads can step up to be the doula in that birthing environment so that the basically if they do want to work with the doula, the doula is there to support them as a couple and to take off, take on all that practical stuff that needs to be going on during the birth and that dad can be there to support mum. Her view is that the mums and dads are the experts on their own birth and dad is the expert on mum and what she needs. And he needs to be really clear on how he can support her so that she can completely focus on birthing the baby. So that is basically what I'm going to be talking about with Rachel from Doula Daddy in just a moment. But before we go into that, I do just want to sort of remind you, if you're interested in signing up to my free video series on how to clear your fears around birth and get your name on the waiting list. I'll be releasing that very, very soon in the coming weeks. And if you want to be one of the first people to see that free video training series, your name needs to be on the list. So there will be a sign up box on the podcast show notes for today's episode, which is going to be found at fearfreechildbirth.com forward slash daddy. Super easy to remember forward slash daddy. And at those show notes as well, there are going to be a bunch of goodies that Rachel has 
kindly offered to give away to accompany the chat that I'm going to be having with her. So, so listen, I'm not going to tell you what those goodies are, but they're going to be super useful, really practical things. I think dad is really going to want to get, get his mitts on those downloads that we're going to be offering as part of this episode. But yeah, if you want to get your name on the waiting list for my How to Clear Your Fears free video training series, then you need to sign up at fearfreechildbirth.com forward slash daddy. Anyway, so back to today's episode where I'm going to be speaking to Rachel Gardner of Doula Daddy. And she is a doula, but she truly believes that dads can step up to be the doula and they can be amazing birthing companions. So dads, are you ready to hear how you can step up and be the awesome birthing companion that your woman needs you and wants you to be? Over to the time that I spoke to Rachel, I think you're going to love this chat. It's brilliant. And actually, oh, before I hand over, there are some puppy noises in the background. Rachel's dogs had puppies just before we're having this chat. So in the background, you might, if you listen really carefully, you'll hear some little baby puppies that are like two weeks old, making some very cute feeding noises in the background. And I will be posting pictures of the puppies in the podcast show notes. I've got them. They're very, very cute. So as you know, anything on the internet needs to have a puppy picture every now and then. And who am I to miss out on puppy picture opportunities? So yes, there will be puppies in the background, not babies ones, but puppies. Anyway, so enjoy this chat that I had with Rachel all about dads stepping up to be awesome birth companions. Well, hello, Rachel, and welcome to the Fear Free Childbirth podcast. Thank you. Now, today we're going to be talking all about dads, aren't we? So um, you've got a business called Doula Daddy, which is all about getting dads involved in birth. Now, and so today we're going to be chatting about, you know, the importance of dads and the role they can play at birth which I can't wait to hear what you've got to share Um, but before we get into all that would you mind just sort of telling us how you came to do doula daddy what's all that about how did you get to do that well I um, am a hypnobirthing teacher Uh, my I have a little business called birth peacefully with doula daddy and I also am chair of the Sheffield MSLC which is the maternity services liaison committee Mm. And through that, I was, and because I people saw me as, you know, a, a knowledgeable about birth, I was getting requests from mums and dads who I, who I hadn't taught birthing to, but I was getting requests from people after their births to go and talk to them about what had happened with their birth and sort of help them work through it. And it was always the dads that would contact me and the sessions would always end up being majoritively about the dads. And the mums would say, you know, this happened, and I don't really understand why this happened, and I would talk them through the possible reasons for it. And if needed, I'd, you know, refer them up to the hospital if they needed more information. But then it would come down to the dads, and the the mums would sort of say, okay, right, yep, I've got that, I understand that now, I feel better about it. And then the dads would say... I didn't know what to do. I felt completely useless. And because I didn't know what to do, I stepped back. And the mums, time after time, mums were saying to me, yes, and when my partner stepped back, I felt abandoned. Mm. And I just thought, this is this is such a tragedy because I was seeing these couples who were so obviously, you know, beautifully, very loved up couples who had this chip within them because of this abandonment and this, dad's feeling that they had no power or no control or no role in births and so that was all that was already in my mind and I was thinking how terribly sad that was 
And then as part of my my own birthing professional development, I trained to be a doula. And one afternoon of the doula course was about jobs you can give to dads to make them feel useful and to keep them out of the way. Oh, that sounds terribly patronising. Absolutely outraged me. I was furious and thought, how dare professionals tell dads, you know, silly little boy, you sit in the corner and count these numbers for me that aren't needed at all and just stay out of the way. Um, So that made me exceptionally angry. And then as I was doulering, I thought... You know, my main, I felt my main role as a doula, which is very different from other how other people perceive doulas. Sorry about the dog. In no, I just thought I'd mention the listeners. Uh, Rachel's got a whole school of puppies in the background and little kittens that are feeding with their mummy, aren't they? So that's what the funny noises are. But, and um, currently their stepdaddy dog is trying to get into the puppies and the mummy's saying, no, they're having a feed. Oh, how <laughs> the, old are the puppies? Is the, is the, the, the puppies are two and a half weeks old oh wow well i'm going to get a picture of these puppies for the podcast show notes because we all need to see a good kitten puppy pic every now and then it's a wonderful release just seeing a bundle of puppies oh anyway back back to what what you're saying about dads um so where were we so dads being told that they just had to be kept busy and out of the way absolutely and, and that was it I was talking about when I was a doula my perception of myself as a doula was supporting dads to be what the mums needed hmm. and then I thought you know I, all my all I'm doing is pushing dads and saying what are you doing over here go over there you know give her a cuddle but the midwife said no the midwife there you go and give her a cuddle and then I thought I'm not really need I felt I wasn't really needed as a doula however good I was as a doula I might add but I felt that I just wanted to make dads the doulas mm. and train up dads to be everything their partner needed them to be, which is when I started thinking about doula daddy. I'm just very aware that people live up to or down to the expectations of others. And as we've touched upon, the common expectation of dads at birth is this bumbling wreck in the corner who doesn't have a clue what's happening, is rather traumatised by it all, doesn't know what to do, uh, has no role, so therefore can't fulfil the role because he doesn't have a role. And um, I I disagree with that entirely, and I have exceptionally high expectations of dads at birth. And I think, certainly with hypnobirthing, the difference between, for me, a good hypnobirth and an excellent hypnobirth is the dads and the role the dads play. Because everybody sees midwives as the experts on birth, quite rightly so. But if you think about it, it's the mother that's the expert of her body and her partner is the expert on her. Mm. So it's the mummy and the daddy that are the experts of their own birth with just the support from the wonderful midwife. So I think it's exceptionally important to teach dads that role and how to support their partners. So thinking about what dads can actually do then what ways can dads step up and be the rock that they want to be and that their partners need them to be what what are the ways that you see dads being able to sort of you know be these awesome dads that, <laughs> that that you, these expect these, these there's going to be dads listening to this going oh no I thought I was going to sit in the pub all day and now you've got <laughs> stuff to do so what what are the ways that dads can step up and really be amazing it's really just saying to dads 
do what it is you are wanting to do, which is dads want to, they want to support their women during birth. They want to help. They want to be there for them. But I think particularly with hospital births, when it's, you know, you're not in your own territory and you're in a sort of medicalized environment, that I think dads feel out of place. So it's really just saying to dads, yes, it's your responsibility to look after your your woman. Mm. <laughs> it sounds a bit caveman, doesn't it? Your woman. <laughs> yeah. um, but it is very primal, isn't it, the birthing exactly, thing, isn't it? It's primal. And dads have all these wonderful um, different hormones that's going on during birth themselves. It's not just mums that experience those hormones. Mm. Dads have this sort of very protective instinct that comes out during birth. So it's about embracing that and saying, yes, do whatever it is you're wanting to do. Give her a constant stream of of love and all these wonderful thoughts you're having. You know, men are saying, I've never seen her looking so beautiful during birth. Or, I'm so amazed by how strong she is. So instead of keeping that to themselves, men need to say this to the women constantly. Physical contact is so incredibly important. Um, so stroking, hand-holding, touching... If the midwife is doing, you know, any types of exams or anything at all, instead of dad stepping back, dad's step forward and stroke mum's head or give her a kiss Mm. or a cuddle, just Mm. to make sure that there is that contact and that support all the time. Mm. Because birth is such a vulnerable time for mums. It's you're vulnerable physically, you're exceptionally vulnerable emotionally, and dads need to be that entire support. Sorry, I've gone off on a bit of a rant there. No, no. <laughs> and I'm sure I've been distracted by little puppies in the background. Um. But I'm just thinking sometimes the guys, I would imagine, feel a bit overwhelmed maybe by seeing their other half going through the physical demands of, it of is, labour. Absolutely. And it, it could be quite scary it. for them. It can be. And yes, absolutely. And when you see somebody who you love going through something that you're seeing is quite traumatic... It can be, it can be a, a very difficult, which is why preparing men for that and it not coming as a big surprise. Um, so if, if men are told exactly what's happening to the woman, to the, to the woman during the birthing process, what baby's doing, what mum's doing, what they can do to offer physical support, you know, different positions they can help mum be in, um, little things like having um, face cloths in the dad's bag Mm. so that they can run them under a very cold tap, put a lovely ice-cold face cloth on mum's forehead, on on the back of mum's neck to help mum cool down. Things like having bendy straws so that whatever mum's position is, she can, with the bendy straw, still have a drink. So lots of little tidbits like that. Yeah, hold her hair out of her face. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That kind of stuff, absolutely. (laughs) So um, I'm thinking as well that I would imagine that, you know, you're talking about it's really useful for dad's repair, which kind of sounds really obvious to me. But I'm sure there's some dads that think that maybe aren't very, you know, to to get a dad to think, I've got to prepare for the birth. You know, Mm. this might be quite an alien thought for dads. So if we just had to... We're told that birthing is about mums and midwives. Dads Mm. don't really get a look in. But Mm. for me, birthing is about, it's about the family and it's about mums and dads, and dads are as important as mums are to the birth because they can offer that support. They can make such a difference to their partner. Mm. Um, in Doula Daddy, I talk about a love bubble and how it's dad's job to create this beautiful love bubble around their partner. 
so that they feel so that the mums feel completely and utterly safe and secure and loved and empowered Mm. and And that that keeps all that oxytocin going doesn't it exactly it keeps all the oxytocin going it helps enormously it's an incredibly beautiful bonding experience no matter how close a couple are dad's being such an amazing support through such an incredibly special time Mm. can only strengthen a relationship and i think i think we're doing such a disservice to men by not allowing them these experiences at, at birth it's such an amazing start um for for them with their new little baby when they know they've been such a wonderful support and guidance and physical and emotional and mental support to to the mums. So practically speaking, because dads are quite practical generally, Mm -hmm. how can a dad prepare for the birth? What what does that look like for a dad then? Knowing their role. So knowing that they are going as the expert of their partner. Mm. So that they are there as an expert, they are there um, not as somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, they are there as the expert of their partner. They will know um, certainly the basics of what's happening during birth, so they're not taken by surprise. They should, and the key thing that I'm very passionate about is they should have had a, a huge amount of communication, but really open, honest communication with their partner to say right what exactly do you want during the birth what exactly do you want from me and also things like what should I definitely not do you know because a lot of the times mum say well you should have done that and dad's thinking well I had had no idea you wanted me to do that (laughs) and people a lot of the time you often hear people saying oh well it goes without saying no it doesn't if you want something done, say it, communicate, talk about it. I also do, because I think communication is so important, and I think to go into birth, you need to be in a very strong place in your relationship. So I do little exercises, my favourite being where each couple has to write down three things that they're really grateful for about the other person. And it's just really lovely seeing these couples do this and then exchange them and they're thinking, oh wow, I didn't know you were. I didn't know you were grateful that I did, you know, such and such. And it's a really, it's really lovely way of opening up communication. Mm. And then we look at, you know, what what things do you want from me at the birth? And so for dad to write what he wants from the birth, and mum to write what she wants from the birth, and then we can go on to slightly more, not necessarily critical things, but then we look at what is it that you know, you don't want me to do with the birth. Because some women say to me, you know, when I'm in labour, I just want to focus on myself and I don't want my partner to be trying to fix it. I want them to just be patient and and watch. But that needs communicating to the partner. Mm. So men and women talking to each other, being very open with each other, not expecting their partner to know what they're talking about know what they're thinking without having been told an awareness of what happens at birth an awareness of how important that love bubble is that support that emotional support um and we also look at the emotional support that's needed after birth as well Mm, such a crucial time that isn't it after birth it is and people don't appreciate the emotional enormity of birth enough 
And I think that's one of the times where dads, midwives can't help mum. Well, you know, they can help, but they can't do all that's needed to support a mum emotionally, whereas their partner can, the birthing partner can. Mm. And I think uh, I think maybe some dads just totally underestimate the the emotional powerhouse that is birth, and it yeah. really kind of the minute that you know the, the sort of the oh, roller coaster that that happens as they're seeing their wife going through that or their their partner, and then and then certainly when the little one arrives, you know, the, the, just the overwhelming emotion, the love, the craziness, the joy, the relief, the everything that mm. might just pile in that point. I think for guys must be quite incredible for them that maybe Absolutely. they might not be as emotional as us normally. And so that could be quite a shock to their system, I would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. And particularly if they haven't been involved in it and they're just feeling as if they're an observer yeah, rather than somebody who's actively involved. Mm. I think that's the key thing, letting men be actively involved in the birth of their baby, which it seems crazy that we have to say that. Yeah. You know, but, we're, but yeah, here we are. And you're finding that it's, it's a real, it is a real need out there. So thinking about maybe some of that emotional preparation, I would imagine that the guys have got a ton of fears throughout their pregnancy, just as women would as well. And so Absolutely. what, you know, how can the guys start working? I mean, like, I, for me, I, I think educating yourself around the birth process is such a crucial part of, of getting rid of fear because I think a lot of the fears are about around just not knowing yeah, and it's absolutely. fear of the unknown and the minute you educate yourself around birth and what's happening to the woman's body and the hormones that takes away a lot of the fear already doesn't it? It does and men can certainly sort of say all oh, right okay I think this means such and such is happening like mm. we talk about the different noises women make during birth and and what that might suggest with progression of labour and things like that. So men can feel, oh, yes, and I give them, you know, little tips about how to, well, guess, really, but make an educated guess as to how dilated their partner is. Mm. And that sort of, just that information and that knowledge can be wonderful for dads because they feel, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I understand this. I know what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And build, boost their confidence as well, which I think Absolutely. is going to help them to be even stronger on the day, isn't it? You know, I should imagine birth can be terrifying for men because it is, you know, obviously a very female thing. <laughs> yeah. And so I think also women shouldn't be upset if their, if their husbands or their partners are initially a bit concerned about having to be this perfect birthing companion mm. because I think it, it is, it's asking a lot but it's not asking anything that they can't do. Mm. Now, you touch, oh, go on, no, sorry. Before about the emotional enormity for men, mm. I think a key thing is to... Now then, I was going to say to not have any expectations of yourself, but obviously we have high expectations of, of you know, the birthing partner. But I think for men to not have any emotional expectations of themselves mm. and to just whatever comes accept it and go with it so I guess it's really about sort of knowing that they have that potential they're fully capable and yet not to expect so much of themselves that they're going to feel failures if they don't live up to exactly. that yeah. because that is the problem with expectation in birth for women and for men mm. that if you set yourself these I will definitely do this this will definitely happen mm then you are setting yourself up for failure. Mm. If you say to yourself, I'm going to do all I can to emotionally support my partner, I'm going to do all I can to 
um, remember everything she wants. I've got my lists. You know, some dads like to color code lists of what to do and when. Then that was wonderful. And I think the same goes for women in that sense, isn't it? It's about being able to emotionally let go of things that if they're not going the way that you want them to, but just be okay with that and not to beat yourself up as you go through all this powerful experience that you're both going through. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, that's a, that can be a, a big thing with hypnobirthing where people say, oh, I failed hypnobirthing. There is no failure with birth. Mm. You you do all you can and you use whatever tools you need, be that relaxation or an epidural or whatever. You do whatever you can to make the experience as good as possible for yourself, your partner and your baby. So you mentioned earlier about the hormonal stuff around guys and how their hormonal journey and what's going on for them can assist them during the birth. So could you sort of share a little bit more about that for the guys listening? Because I'm sure that will really help them to understand their own journey a bit better. And it it kind of shows that we are... We are designed to, we, our bodies are made to, for dads to support during births. Um, when a woman goes into labor, their partner does get an increase of testosterone, which is you know, described as the male hormone. So they're, they're very, very, very protective. They're, they act as this sort of big bear guarding the birthing environment. And then once the baby's born, their testosterone levels drop by um, up to a third so that they become much more nurturing and interestingly studies have shown there is an increase of estrogen which is the nurturing hormone so for the first month after birth men's testosterone levels drop by up to a third and their estrogen levels rise to really help with that bonding and that nurturing side of things and then after four weeks, they go back to normal. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, roughly. It's not a four weeks later, cha-ching. Yeah, cha-ching. At the end of the leave, off it goes. It's just they go back to work. Um, right. So that's really interesting that the, you know, that they really are, nature really is kitting them out with what they need to be amazing dads. Exactly. During that process. So I guess for guys that are listening, thinking, oh, my God, I, I don't think I've got it in me. Da, 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 da. Actually, they you will have it within you. They do have it in them. They do, Yeah. That's really interesting. So is there anything else that dads can do? I mean, you talked a lot, you know, you talked about the list that they can have. And I I remember because I had um, my choice was to have two home births with water births at home. And I know that during the early part of my labour, my other half was just running around filling a pool and trying to get the temperature (laughs) ready and and all that kind of stuff. And was very, very busy. And I kept calling in going, rub the back, rub the back but actually was very, very busy doing very practical things. Yeah. And so, um, which was actually very important at the time because I really wanted to get into that pool. But, um, you know, other things, I guess, that are going to be really helpful, are, you know, things like keeping her drinks and feeding her grapes or bits of banana or... I mean, things like sometimes during labour, a woman really, really doesn't want to eat or drink, mm. but she needs to to keep her energy levels up because she's going through this huge physical event. Mm. So little things like dad's going, right, well, hang on, she's not eating anything for three hours. I'm going to make her a crumpet. And not having to say, do you want a crumpet? Or would you like this or that? Just doing it and getting it done because you've already talked previous to the birth. And the mum's gone, yes, I think I would quite like crumpets or I would quite like a hopnob or I quite like dried apricots. So having that all prepared... And because you've had this very open communication and really sat down and talked through the birth and what each other wants from the birth and from each other, 
dads don't have to be questioning women and bringing them out of themselves during birth. And equally, when the midwives ask questions, if a dad knows exactly what his partner wants, he can answer those questions and the mum doesn't have to be disturbed at all. So very often, one of my doula daddies can be the buffer between the midwife and the mum. Not that we don't adore midwives, but just sometimes um, if a mum's thinking, I, you know, I, that, I just can't answer that question, just bringing myself out of this birthing trance I'm in to answer a question is too much. Mm-hmm. And the dads can say, well, I, I know that we've discussed this and she wants blah-de-blah. I think that's really key, isn't it? The fact that it's really important for the woman to be able to stay in a birthing zone. And so even just things like you just meant, I think this is such a tiny little thing, but so important, you know, that what you just said about asking whether she wants a cup of tea, just make the damn cup of tea. Yeah, exactly. Don't ask her. If she doesn't if want she it, doesn't. it'll go cold and leave it, you know? Exactly. Just do it and just take leadership, I guess. Be a leader in that scenario. Exactly. Because during a birth, a woman's only job is to just, you know, go within, have that baby. It's mm. the man's job for me it's the man's job to do everything else that needs doing so that the mum doesn't have to think about anything. So mums can give all their their need for power and control and say, look, I'm giving it all to you. You are in charge of everything. I'm just going to be here and I absolutely trust that you as my partner and father of this baby, I absolutely trust that you will make everything fine. Mm. Now, I guess within that, there's a whole heap of potential nightmares if your relationship does have trust issues, support issues. And even if you, you know, even if you're in the most wonderful relationship in the world, everybody can have trust issues and control issues. I see it quite often where women go, oh, I don't don't know if I can be in charge of everything. (laughs) I can't let that go. (laughs) Because if the woman helps to write the list. Yeah. And it's all good. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so this is this is kind of maybe some of that prep that is would be really good to do beforehand as well, is some of this stuff about the woman being a- okay letting go of control around yeah. those more practical day-to-day things, especially, yeah. let's say, if, you know, she's used to running the household or being in control of those kind of things, then she's going to need to be able to let go of that stuff yeah. and allow the dad to be Take that person. Her. And if she doesn't let it go, he's going to find it hard to, take it off her isn't he absolutely so they need to really get that stuff out in the open preparation it's communication it's talking through things it's acknowledging this might be a problem for me how can we sort how can we fix it yeah no this is so useful i'm sure that there are going to be couples in this thinking this is brilliant preparation i just i just feel so overwhelmed that the the brilliance of this advice i really am <laughs> now is there anything like uh, is there anything else we haven't talked about in terms of how dads can let, let's just talk about if things start going horribly wrong you know I don't like talking about the, the bad aspects no, we've got to be realistic you know, there can be times where you know maybe it does have to go to a c-section and yeah. and the guy you know I, I just reading an article just that came online online the other day about a guy you know he gets to see the really gory stuff that m- mum doesn't and and yeah. then he's got to kind of live with that kind of stuff that you can't unsee things like that can you no and and it's how do you handle how, how can you prepare a dad for that kind of stuff I think a lot of it is information. So you can say, you know, this probably won't happen, but it might. And if it does, you'll experience this. Mm. So dads have that small amount of preparation. And then it's 
I mean, if you, you know, a difficult situation is a difficult situation. There's no magic cure to it. But I think if dads still, if they're saying, right, my focus is still to make this as okay as possible for my partner, mm-hmm. if their focus is on their partner, then they are knowing that they're doing the best that they can do. Staying calm is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, so allowing themselves you know a moment of oh my goodness I can't cope with this this is awful and then saying right suck it up this is happening I'm dealing with it um and giving themselves that moment of panic and then saying okay I'm acknowledging that I'm feeling this but I have to do it I want to do it I'm going to be there for my partner deep breaths crack on yeah and if they do if they do feel during the birth that you know, what you were saying, like, you've seen things, you can't unsee them. Talk about, talk it through with somebody afterwards. And I, I read a really good article written by a dad about the whole emotional journey of birth. I'm going to dig it out and put it in the show notes. But one thing he was saying, this dad was like, you know, he, you know, obviously dads find it challenging and, it, you know, especially labours that go on for maybe more than, lot, you know, let's say more than a day and it can get very tiring for them and Absolutely. and for them to acknowledge what they're feeling. But also they need to be maybe a little bit careful about sharing some of that to the mum because this the, the author of this post said, well, I, you know, I just told her that I was feeling tired and she's like, you're feeling tired? What do you think I'm feeling? It is and it's really hard. And I think, you know, obviously you have to use some common sense in those yeah. situations. But... That doesn't mean the men can't allow themselves to, you know, think that and think to themselves, gosh, I'm, I'm really feeling tired. Mm. Because, yes, birth is, is the woman's experiencing the physicals of the birth, but that doesn't mean that the men aren't experiencing a huge thing as well. I think men need to go easy on themselves. And I think this brings us back to doulas, really, because I think maybe that's why you need a doula, is so that the dads can have somebody to support them as well. Just that kind of additional support in that environment. There is. And what you were saying before about the practicals, you know, if you have a doula there, then the doula can do all the practicals Mm. and make sure that the dad's being all the emotional support. Yeah. Um, But I think having a doula shouldn't be a cop-out for the dad to go, well, brilliant, I don't need to do anything now then. Because I've paid for the doula. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, there's been so much great stuff that you shared during our chat, Rachel. Is there anything else that um, that you think, you know, if, 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 if there's a, a woman listening to this thing and I really, I'd love to get my dad, not my dad, <laughs> the dad, <laughs> the dad on board with, you know, she wants to do the hypnobirthing thing. She wants to do the preparation. She wants to do all that. And he's a little bit reticent. He's a little bit, maybe probably fearful of it, a bit of the unknown. What what yeah. advice would you give to the dad? You know, if she sort of said, hey, listen to this now, because I want you to be on board for this birth. What, what kind of, you know, in a nutshell, what would you say to dads to get them, get them there, get them wanting to be present in a, in a full and emotional way at birth? I would say to them that the birthing experience is, is theirs as well. Mm. And they need to take ownership of it. And it's funny how one of the, I have a lot of positive birth stories that mamas share when they come on the podcast. And, and one of the ladies, Melissa, said, you know, you spend so long planning your wedding and spending the time preparing oh, for your wedding. And yet, you know, a lot of people don't spend even half the time preparing for the arrival of the person that's going to be one of the most important people in their lives exactly. arriving. And because so there's a sense of denial about yeah. the birth. And I think you know, time goes past so quickly and you get wrapped up in other things. 
But yes, preparation is so incredibly important. Mm. And think, you know, you wouldn't run a marathon with no preparation at all. So how on earth do you expect yourself to birth a baby with no preparation? Yeah, I know we keep using the marathon thing, but it's just so appropriate, isn't it? <laughs> it does, but it, it is so appropriate, you know, because it is a physical and emotional journey, as is a marathon. And you wouldn't yeah. dream of doing a marathon without spending some time doing that emotional preparation or that physical preparation. Exactly. And birth is the same. It is. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much, Rachel, for coming on and sharing your wisdom and advice. And I'm sure there are going to be dads all over the world because <clears throat> this podcast is listened to globally. I'm sure there's going to be dads all over the world grateful for what you've just shared. Wonderful. With them. Well, I hope it gives them confidence in themselves and in their um, birthing powers. Mm. Well, thank you so much. Now, if they want to find out more about your work, what you do, all that good stuff, where can they find you online? We have a website called uh, Doula Daddy, which is www.douladaddy.co.uk. And on there, there are lots of videos and advice and stories from dads um, about their journey. What about your Facebook page? Facebook page is Doula Daddy. Doula Daddy. So that's all super, super, super easy to find. So that's Rachel Garner at Doula Daddy. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Fear Free Childbirth Podcast. It's been fabulous. Thank you very much. Wasn't Rachel fabulous? Now, I hope that if you're a dad and you've been listening to this or a dad-to-be and you've listened to this, that you feel a lot more confident about how to approach birth and maybe a little bit less fearful and after all that's the whole point of this podcast to help you to have a fear-free childbirth so now during the chat Rachel did mention this lovely little exercise that she gives the couples to help them to sort of improve the communication between them and also build some of that appreciation between them so one of the things that she's giving away is that lovely exercise that gratitude exercise which is available as a free download to go with this episode but also she's also got a packing list for dads so that they can pack the stuff that they think mum is going to need so it's a really great packing list to make sure that dad can support mum in is in the best possible way and have those things that she might need during birth that maybe mum hasn't thought of so that's what you can get for free today after listening to today's episode so if you want to get your free packing list and that lovely little exercise for couples to help you to improve the communication between you then you just need to go to fearfreechildbirth.com forward slash daddy and grab those free downloads from Rachel at Doula Daddy. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, you know where you can find me. I'm at Alexia at fearfreechildbirth.com and I respond to all emails. So don't hesitate to get in touch with me. See you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in. You've just been listening to Alexia Leachman from the Fear Free Childbirth podcast. If you enjoyed the show, she'd really love it if you left a review on iTunes or Stitcher or shared it with a friend. And don't forget, to get a free chapter from her book, head over to fearfreechildbirth.com to get your copy, as well as finding other episodes in this podcast and more about how Alexia can help you with pregnancy and birth preparation coaching. Until next time.